This is exactly right. said no gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. Um, I've had an interesting day. I was at the grocery store earlier. I, the Girl Scouts were set up outside. As I was entering the store, a woman was exiting with her shopping cart. The girls called out to her, would you like to buy some cookies? She held up the Keebler equivalent of Girl Scout cookies and said, I already got some, but thanks, and kept moving. So, this episode is dedicated to you, you stone-hearted ice demon. I just couldn't believe what I was watching. With that in mind, something I'm more excited about is my guest, Dave Holmes. Hi. Dave. My mouth is agape. Dave, it was... What's going on? This is what I've got to say about this interaction. I don't think that the woman knew she was being malicious. It was... No, no, clearly not. It was very odd to watch. Clearly not. But that is... I still blame her. Oh, of course. It's still laziness on her part. Yes, just think for one second. Well, think for one second. The Girl Scout cookie experience is about more than you putting cookies in your mouth. Oh, absolutely. It goes way beyond that. Yeah. And yeah. also, you saw these Girl Scouts going into the store. For sure. You certainly thought about them while in the store. Yeah. And then when you picked up the Keebler equivalent, yeah. you knew what, exactly what was going to happen. You monster. Did you get any Girl Scout cookies? I didn't get any. Well, you're part of the problem. <laughs> Which I am part of the problem. Yeah. Listen, I didn't buy anything. Okay. I don't even know why I was at the store, to be totally honest with you. I had been uh, I'd been driving all day. I needed a walk. Sure. I like, you know, the grocery store is my museum. Yeah, it's I get not to bad. go in and just look at things and then exit uh, free of charge. Uh-huh. I should have bought something from the Girl Scouts. You really should have. My have big, you this season? Not yet. Oh, boy. Dave, this is my big confession. And I okay. need to buy some Girl Scout cookies. I'm not that crazy about them. Okay, well, let's let's talk me through your experience. Listen. Brief, just flavor by flavor. Okay, Thin Mints. Yeah. Top of the pile, of course. I think, Really? Uh, for a lot of people. Okay. I, I, I don't mind a Thin Mint. A frozen fr- Thin Mint, I'll eat it. It must be frozen. But how many Thin Mints am I supposed to eat? I feel like, uh, and something that I've just discussed way too much on this podcast is that I eat three cookies a day. Uh-huh. But three Thin Mints is not enough. It's nothing. That's basically a 50-cent piece worth of cookies. Yeah. It's a minty communion wafer three times. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, but then I feel like you get into six. And also, I don't I don't feel like you... What is the beverage you're drinking when you're eating a Thin Mint? Uh, none. Usually. Yeah, I don't... Because, like, traditionally, you're going to... I don't have gonna, milk in my home. Uh, well, okay. And this is another thing that I've revealed about myself that's fully psychotic, is I do have milk in my home okay. for other cookies. Interesting. But it doesn't go well with a Thin Mint. No, I guess it wouldn't. And you don't want to drink water with a Thin Mint. Then you just feel like, am I, a, like, a survivor of something? Am yeah. I, like, in a fallout shelter and right. this is all that's left? Yeah. So, it's what not, does that... 
leave a broth, a broth, just a hearty beef broth, a hearty and beef a thin, stock. You're dipping your thin mint in yeah. there. Is it yeah. like a? Is there a liquor that goes with a thin mint? No. I don't think so. Maybe a Bailey's. That seems, or maybe we're getting into hot chocolate territory. We might be. That might, might make be. some level of sense. Yeah. And it, and they do come at you in the winter time. That's which we don't true. really have. But yeah, in, in I mean the colder climates. If we get down to fifty five here, yeah. break out the hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the thin mint I think is decent enough, but yeah. I have these complicated feelings. Okay, but the the one that I really have a problem with is the tag along, and that is butter. I believe this is the one with the peanut butter that is chocolate covered. Chocolate covered shortbread cookies. See, I really like that. It's my dream cookie. Yeah. It's absolutely every element of it should be something that I love. I don't know what's happening. Don't love it? There's a disconnect. Now, what was the last time you tried it? Probably, I'm, I'm going to say three years ago. Okay. I've had them as a child, as an adult. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on. It's basically a, tw- a peanut butter Twix turned into a small cookie. A small cookie. But for some reason, we're missing on the flavor, and I would love to get in I touch like with the Girl em. Scouts. I like them. Apparently, a lot of people like them. Yeah. And uh, it goes, you know, it's going towards a good cause. So maybe I buy a box for, like, Give desperate measures. Try. Give it another try. What other it cookies? It, must be frozen. You're freezing a peanut butter cookie? Absolutely. What? Is, I actually don't understand. I think all all Girl Scout cookies are better cold. Interesting. It's unlocking some cookies, flavor. Unless they're brand, unless they're right out of the oven, right. are better cold. Does a Girl Scout a cookie come out of an oven? It doesn't no. seem like something that comes out of an no, oven, no, no, right? No, no, no. It's, it's pure like, chemicals. It's, yeah, it's like pushed together by a machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. sort of uh, packing material or yeah. something. It's like from a McMillions uh, <laughs> yes, lottery exactly ticket that. factory. Yeah, I sure. love the McMillions lottery ticket. I could watch footage of the lottery ticket factory all day. I could watch that FBI agent. Oh, it's fantastic. And, and the printing press. And forever. the the woman with the red hair. Oh, who my is God. this woman? I love her. I I have half a joint before bed every night. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She I came out her. of a dream. She's an absolute dream. Yes. The same dream that birthed Tagalong cookies. Um, I, I, I like the Tagalongs, but they must be cold. <laughs> Do you have a it, favorite? They don't become crunchy-er. Okay. But it's just, it's just a nice little, it gives a nice little extra snap. Right, right. Uh, I think my actual favorite, now that I'm older, okay. now that I've fully turned into an old woman, sure. is uh, the plain shortbread, the tree form. I was going to say, the shortbread has made uh, a lot of... Uh, Headway in my personal it's cooking inroads into because you your taste life. some you taste some butter yes. you taste a little sugar yes you do it's um, probably the most flavorful of the cookies I would argue it's yeah I'll take it yeah I'll go there with you uh, also they have a new uh, s'mores flavor tell me about this I will it's like a graham crackery okay flavored cookie okay. it's not a graham cracker which is has, an odd it has move. The flavor yeah we have graham crackers available we do we do we don't love them though. Dave, you don't come in here and just start attacking graham crackers in front of me. I love graham crackers. I think they're okay. It's a weird thing. You never need to eat a graham cracker. No, you don't. At what point you don't. are you? And then there's the sandiness of the the sugar thing that's on there. Yeah. Sure, and definitely on the tips of your fingers. Right. So it's it the cookie evokes a graham cracker. Okay. And then the insides are like melty chocolate and marshmallow uh, and marshmallow. That's delicious. Delicious. It's a sandwich cookie. I had a s'more last night. You a homemade <laughs> s'more? Well, I was, I was in Palm Springs. Okay. Well, obviously, and, yeah, of course. S'more capital. Of, s'more capital of, of California. No, of the world. Wow. Let's just let's okay. give it to them. Right. Uh, and the hotel I was staying at gave us s'mores. Oh wow! It was a dream. 
What may I ask? What hotel? I would love to. I uh, Sparrows Lodge. Okay, never been. It's incredible. It's like staying in a little cabin. Oh, I love that. I really enjoy being there. It's very quiet. Uh huh. They give you s'mores. What more can I ask for? I stayed at a well. I'll tell you what more you can ask for. I stayed at a hotel there a couple of years ago that I never stayed at. And I forget the name of it. Um. And they, you know how like certain hotels you can hang the thing on your door by 2 a.m. and then they bring you breakfast at whatever time you indicate the next day? Oh, sure, sure, sure. This was, uh, if you get it in by like noon, um, it was a, uh, you fill out a thing for the martini that you want at five o'clock and a martini cart goes around. It was one of these things. It's, it's all on one level and it's all, yeah. And it just, there, there's a martini cart that goes around starting at like 4.30. Can I ask what hotel? I think it was called the Ingleside. The Ingleside. Yeah. Okay. This is, I mean, it seems like a time portal. It was fantastic. And at that time, I was like, I'm not, I'm not a huge martini guy. Sure. Let me see if I have acquired the taste for gin yet. Right. So I ordered a dirty gin martini with blue cheese almond, uh, olives, uh, not almonds, olives. <laughs> and, uh, and I have officially acquired the taste this, for gin. So this kind of was the conversion. It was. Wow. This was. is incredible. Yeah. These little things like this, s'mores or a martini, are very small things in the grand scheme of things that make hotels feel like truly palaces. They're significant. Yeah. Yeah. Buy a, f- a box of graham crackers and some marshmallows, and I will continue to come to your hotel for the rest of my life. Did they bring you a fully assembled s'more, or did they, they brought us by a, a fire pit? They brought us a plate with uh, marshmallows, uh, Hershey's bar, and graham crackers, Great. and then two you know sticks. Great. And then there were two, of course people we didn't want to talk to sitting by the fire which we were forced to discuss things with um and i the only information i really got from them was that one of them loves the goldbergs oh that's nice so there you go you know um, the 80s that's the 80s um would you ever get away from a hershey's in making a s'more i i do occasionally really Uh, actually too this is just going to continue to make me look like a lunatic. I brought Reese's peanut butter cups to the hotel. I rarely do this, Ooh. but I did it, and it was fully worth my. We dropped, we stopped at Rite Aid on the way there, and there was a lot of scary. You know, there was a somebody out of their mind on meth or something. So yeah. you know, there was getting into the Rite Aid and getting out. Yeah. But the Reese's was absolutely worth it. So, so you put that on a s'more. And then it's melted, and it's peanut butter, and it's marshmallow. Fuck. My God, it's... That's fantastic. I, Although, I think all Reese's products also must be frozen. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, what other Reese's are you freezing? Uh, well, there's the cups. There's the thins, the thin- which I recommend. They're you like good. the thins? Is it I do like the thins. Less peanut butter? Or is it uh, less it's chocolate? Less everything. Okay, so what's Plus the deal? Out. It's just you want less? It's just, yeah, and especially if you put it, 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 it's like, it feels, it's, I mean, it's obviously less bullshit. Right. You're eating. It's half the amount of bullshit. Sure, sure. Um, which makes you eat twice as many, twice as of many. Of course. Whatever. But then in the freezer, it does give you a little, like, shattered it glass. It becomes a little disc, snap. a yeah. frozen peanut yeah. butter disc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's also pieces. There's also the, the miniatures. The miniatures. There's the seasonal shapes. Let me ask you this. Have you had to take five? Yes, I have. That's recently. been recently rebranded as yeah. Reese's, which yes. I thought was a deeply underappreciated candy bar. Yeah, very This is good. becoming a candy bar podcast. That's okay. Great. Um, they've finally put the Reese's name on there. Why not? Why Let's get not? the name out. I think it's a delicious combination of stuff. Yeah. If it if it involves peanut butter. Yeah. I will. I am essentially just a dog. Yeah. I just love I peanut butter flavored anything. Love it. I bought a five pound jug 
of uh, Reese's peanut butter sauce what? off of Amazon. This is not just peanut butter. It's a sauce. It's a sauce. Um, because I do a peanut sauce at home. Okay. Sometimes. Oh, sometimes sure. Like I a Thai it. peanut sauce. Yeah. And sometimes I'll use like a fresh ground peanut sauce. But I was like, what if I made this with bullshit? Sure. Like, what if I made this with like Just straight candy up bullshit? candy. Yeah. Uh, and I did. And it was better. Really? Yes. What do you think? Much better. Is it sweeter? No, this one, it was just saucier. Okay. You know what I mean? You could like, you could dip, you could dip a very cold Reese's Thin in it and it wouldn't break in half. A trefoil, a shortbread cookie. Delicious. Oh my God. So I had one, I went through it fairly quickly. I made the peanut sauce a lot and it was weird having it in the house. Like when people would come over, (laughs) it was was like an industrial size vat of peanut butter sauce. How much does something like that cost? Uh, I think it was around at the $25 price point. To just have a bunch of peanut sauce sloshing around in your house. I think that's worth it. I think it is too. Yeah, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. That reminds me, I uh, worked at a Thai restaurant for a while and there was a a, there was a chef named Cum. Yeah. Um, she was always making us food. And one day she offered me some beef jerky, which I ate. Uh-huh. Later on in the day, the uh, owner's boss or the owner's uh, husband came by and he said, everyone, if Cum offers you beef jerky, do not eat it. She had prepared the beef jerky on the dumpster in the back of the restaurant. So she had just left raw beef on in the sun. Trash on the receptacle. <laughs> In the hot hot sauce. Yeah, so that's my uh, homemade Thai food story. Did you eat it? I had already eaten it. Yeah, and did you get sick? I guess not, but maybe, I mean, who knows what's living in me now? Yeah. It could be just waiting. Decade later, it bursts out of me. you're indestructible. Well, that's absolutely a possibility. I'm actually just going to take that and believe it. Um, I had an encounter with a psychotic person this week also. Let's hear about it. Uh, I was at a place called AJ's Barbecue on Riverside, Riverside in the Valley where I live. Um, Riverside and Laurel. Um, There is a place called AJ's, which is a barbecue place, a little bit in the vein of home state. I've had their breakfast tacos. I was wondering if this was the place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, AJ's breakfast yes, tacos? Yes, delicious. They're very good, right? Very good. Uh, which is, I'll have that for lunch once every couple of weeks. Uh, so sure. I was meeting a friend there. And AJ's, as you know, because you've been there, is connected to the worst bar in the world. Right, right. Named Pat's Cocktails. Mm. A <laughs> fucking fantastic dive. I mean, like that's the ultimate name for a dive. Yeah. Pat's Cocktails. It's incredible. The The first time I went in there, uh, I was sitting with some friends and there was, there was like a crock pot full of chili in the back of the room. Sure. And I was like, oh, free snacks. And, and so we were talking for a while. And then I went back and like by the crock pot, there was there were a couple of framed photographs and a candle and a rock that had the word like remember etched into it. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, and it was at that point that I realized we had uh, fully crashed someone's wake at Pat's Cocktail. This was a memorial crock pot. It was crock a pot. memorial crock pot of chili. <laughs> the son of the deceased made his way to our table and asked how we knew his father. Oh, it was fucking and nuts. Did you, I mean, did you make up a story? No. Oh, no. no. So no. you just said, we've just been yeah. digging into the memorial chili. Yeah. And, and he loved it. He loved it. <laughs> oh, and he thought his father would love it too. I mean, I feel like if you've lived a life where your wake ends up at Pat's Cocktails with yeah. a co- crock pot of chili, you want strangers eating and... and yeah. And now that I... Now that I uh, here's a, a beautiful detail from this story that I just remembered. The, the son uh, was wearing a... Ba- it was a very informal kind of a, a, a memorial. Uh, he had a baseball cap on that had stitched onto the the bill. Not the bill. The, the, the front, uh, part the of, front a of a hat. Whatever that's called. Uh, I-D-G-A-F-O-S. Okay? Okay. And, and so I said, what's the hat all about? 
And he said, well, a couple of my aunts don't want to come because I'm feuding with them. And they said they wouldn't come unless I apologized so-and-so. And I wouldn't. And they're not here. And so this says, I don't give a fuck or shit. <laughs> and it's he was wearing it just in case one of them This is a custom-made hat. It was a custom-made hat. The or shit is I don't, truly yeah. it's such a great addition. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you thought I might give a shit. Yeah. No, I don't give either. No. And I've got to make that very clear. Yeah. You have to make it absolutely clear. That's if, if you know me and my family situation and like uh, acronyms, like you really have to know a lot of. If you just want to play a guessing game at my dad's wake, yeah, that's anyway. That is okay. So the bartender from past we have wait we have not gotten to the psychotic person. Yet. No, oh, this is incredible. We've, so, I feel like we've already seen a few psychos. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So the uh, so I'm sitting waiting for my friend. I can't and I have my dog with me, my adorable Wheaton Terrier. Okay, and I can't go inside to order my food because I have a dog. Sure, and I don't want to leave him outside. Uh, so I'm waiting for my friend to show up so that like he can go in an order and then we'll trade and I'll go in an order, whatever. So I'm sitting alone with the dog. Uh, this woman comes into Pat's cocktails. It's one in the afternoon, and uh, and she sees my dog. I'm going to show you a picture of my dog. She sees my dog, who is, once again, a Wheaton Terrier. Listener, you can Google it. You will see, you know, the faces all kind of look alike. He's an adorable, adorable little Oh, he's right? a nice, very, scruffy very dog. Nice, scruffy. Kind of a dog. Like, it looks like a dog. Yeah. She runs up to the dog. She's like, can I pet him? And I said, yeah, of course. She goes, he looks just like Darth Vader. <laughs> that certainly doesn't look like Darth Vader. My dog does not look anything like that. The Darth dog Vader. is blonde. Yes. The he's dog, and he's not wearing a helmet. Unless Darth Vader is a, was a blonde at some point. Yeah, which I guess maybe Hayden Christensen. You maybe. could make that point. If I he suppose. had like a weird like page boy yeah. bob. Yeah. Which so would I be said, a good look. Darth Vader. <laughs> like I couldn't keep from, and I thought like, do you, do you, I said, do you mean like an Ewok or Chewbacca or something? Because <laughs> that's within this universe. Make. No, Darth Vader's my favorite. What? And so then she just kept petting him, and it, was, it went on for a really long time. And then it turned out she was the bartender at at Pat's showing up for a day shift. And she begged me to come in. She's like, "We love dogs as long as they don't pee." Like, well, of course, as long as they don't go to the bathroom in your fucking bar. Of course, this uh, bar. But yeah, it was very strange, and what I've been a... thinking about it ever since. He does not look. Not like even remotely. There's nothing about this animal. No. Unless you're hi keeping something from us. Yeah. And it was wearing a helmet a at the time. Black a blazing hot day. Yes. No. Yeah, that dog, it's a blonde. It basically looks like a, um, like a cocker Like no. a labradoodle. A labradoodle. That's, they get, yeah. He, he gets confused for a labradoodle a bunch. Well, but good for her. This, maybe she's dog blind. Is she that a thing? Be. She might be. Yeah. yeah. It's a very. Or, or like. Iconic science fiction character blind. Yeah, I guess that would probably be closer. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably more common than we think. Yeah. You know, that may be the next big thing we're going to find out. Could be the next, the next big affliction. Yes. For Dr. Phil to take on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as funerals go, does this feel like something that you would want uh, after you die, a celebration along those lines? Well, I've been or? thinking about it a lot, obviously. Of course. Um, I mean, you're, you're pro you've probably got weeks to live. I could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all do. Yeah. God, man, if I die... Before this, comes oh, out. it'll be How so eerie. Is this it be? People are gonna love it. I yeah, not there, but I do. I do want to. I I want something informal, not okay, that informal. Sure, that might be too informal. far. Where it's like just at a place of business where normal people are yeah. hanging out feels a little not that, not church somewhere sure. in between. Yeah, church 
which feels a little weird. Feels a lot weird. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I. Maybe I need to do some thinking about that. Have you not but, thought about who will you? Oh, I think about you? dying constantly. Really? But um, I've got to make the list. Yeah, uh, it's time to make the list. Get, Get some people just committed and then just... Better safe than sorry. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Better to have and not need. I was in Palm Springs, of course, mm-hmm. uh, for... It was my fifth anniversary with my boyfriend. Oh, nice. Um, you've been in a relationship for a while. A long time, yeah. Anniversaries, are they something you do? Uh, kind of, yeah. We met the day after my birthday. Okay. So, it's sort of a little bit tied in with my birthday. Okay, great. Um... And but it's two separate things, of course. Of course, let's make them two different. Let's things. make them two different. Things. You deserve your celebration. Absolutely, the relationship deserves a celebration. They each deserve their moment. Yes. Um. Yeah. My birthday is March fourteenth. Okay. Anniversary is on the fifteenth, and this year it's our fifteenth. Oh my god! Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. So, what sort of stuff are you? Are you buying each other presents? Is I don't it, think so. Okay. No. Never. We have. Okay. But maybe not this time. Maybe not this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is a significant one, so maybe we should. But, right. I, but I what do you thought... buy? Also, like, we're really very much in the purging stage. Oh, sure. Yeah. So maybe you each secretly throw away another thing of the person. That is... That'd be a fun surprise. This is a real thing that I think NPR should do, is like, you know how, like, at the $250 level, you get the NPR tote bag? Right, right. At the $500 level, they should say, like, we will come into your home when you're sleeping, and we will remove <laughs> one tote that is a great idea. Because we have people we are, would pay for that. Yes, they would. I would. Please take some of this so canvas many. from my home. Take it out. <laughs> take it out. That's a not a bad idea. Do it. Do I, it. NPR. Do it. KCRW. That is your on. idea, free of charge. Don't be cowards. Just step up and remove things from people's homes. Yeah, while they sleep. Um, okay, so you're not getting each other gifts. I, I think we'll that's We'll just fine. go for a fancy dinner. Maybe we'll try to get away. Maybe we'll do a, sure. uh, a Palm Springs. Head out we'll, and we'll get a s'more next couple of weeks go. Yeah. yeah. It could all fall apart. You, you could, could die, apart. as we've discussed. Yeah. A lot of things can change a in a couple could. of weeks. Darth Vader could do Darth a force <laughs> thing on me and choke <laughs> me to death. Yeah, maybe this woman is seeing something you just haven't noticed yet. Yeah. Suddenly you're strangled. Speaking of gifts, yes, of course, you know, we've been talking about you coming to do this podcast for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Very upfront podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Yeah. You, it's in the emails. It's, yeah. you know, whatever. You show up tonight. Right. You're holding a package. Yes. Um, it's wrapped in what looks like uh, newspaper. It is. Which is, uh, you know, I think it appears to be a gift. It is. Did you? You didn't bring me a gift. I can't show up empty handed. I can't do it. What What is it about you that you can't just... I just can't do it. Nerves? Do it. A little, yeah. Okay. Maybe it might be a, a, an OCD kind of a thing. I, I feel crazy if I don't... If I show up to someone's home... Sure. ...without a bottle of wine... Right. ...something. You gotta... You can't show up empty-handed. Like, you know what it was? It was it was my first boyfriend in New York. He was like a fancy mainline Philadelphia old money Right, guy. right. Somebody whose parents really showed him manners. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of the things that he taught me early on. That, like you never show up anywhere empty-handed. That's something I'm slowly learning. Yeah. There are situations, though, when you're going to someone's house, uh, let's say they don't drink. Uh-huh. Bottle of wine such an easy thing to take. Of course. What are you taking? Flowers? Are you taking... Uh, uh, you can. Uh, mineral water? To be honest with you, you can still bring a bottle of wine to someone's home, even if they are fully in recovery, because they will have to go to someone else's house at some point. That's true. They just and put it... Yeah, it's polite for nice them re-gift. to bring... Yeah. 
Okay, that's just a nice little piece of advice. Entering it into the great circle. Sure. Right? Yeah. Everybody's got a bottle of wine that yep. w- once belonged to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Exactly. Well, you've brought this here. I would feel bad not it, opening it. for you. I mean, I might as well take yeah. a look. Okay. I have to commend you for this very green wrapping paper. Yeah. I feel like more people should just use newspaper. Yeah. And, uh, you know, magazine nice. uh, coupon circulars. You're getting that junk oh, mail. Love that. Why not? And, yeah, and then you can use them afterwards. If you would like to read about the current state of Israel and Pakistan. I'm that up what that page is about. Okay. Fully up to date on well, the and situation. Then, in fairness, this is two Sundays ago. Okay. So, so, I don't. It's not going to tell you anything Nothing new for me. No. Let's open this up. Get this right by the microphone. What is this? You don't... Okay, it looks... It's called You Don't Know My Life. Mm -hmm. It's a party game. It's a party game. A party game. Yeah. Is this a game you've played before? I never have. Okay, so... It looks like you've, like, uh... Two... It says the TMI party game with no wrong answers. Just... Hashtag inappropriate ones. Hashtag inappropriate So ones. this game's going to get naughty very quickly. I mean, it's really, on... it'll get as naughty as you are willing to go. Now, one of the examples on the back is, I, based off of knowing nothing about the game, somebody has done hashtag Forrest Rump. Yeah. Sure. Rather than Forrest Gump. So yeah. who knows what that means? Who knows how they got there? This, what will they think of next? Do you like a... What will they think of? What will this particular person think of What next? will this fictional person <laughs> yes. think of next? Are you a big party game player? Not at all. Really? Not at all. At parties, what are you... Like, let's say you're hosting a party. What, sure. You just like to have people around and converse? Yeah. Uh, sometimes. If it's small enough, I will cook. Sure. If it's medium size, I'll grill out in the backyard. Um, generally, we all just... Drink too much and My mouth yell is at each other. dropped. You're cooking for all kinds of people. Yeah. Are you a good cook? I'm a decent cook. Okay, so... Yeah. Do games ever get played? Is it ever brought Not up? Not really it... in my home. Okay. No. I mean, I guess it could happen. The, the problem is me and is the fact that if a game is being played, I have to win it. Oh, you're and aggressive. I'm humorless in that. Sure. So I'm great at, like, pub trivia. Right. Because we'll, we're going to win. <laughs> I won't cheat. But we're going to win. Right, and if right. we don't, or if it feels like we won't, everyone's night will be ruined. <laughs> and how is that, truly, how does that manifest itself? Are you just, yelling at people? No, I'm not yelling, but my mood gets mean. real dark. Oh, and people God. feel like if they say the wrong thing, I might snap. Where is it's this coming from? Uh, I don't, I, it's it's just where all my darkness goes, I guess. Right into games. Right into, to, right into trivia. Into competition and yeah what uh, i assume you're good with music trivia i'm okay with music trivia yeah. what are, where are you strongest uh yeah all things pop culture okay. uh books movies music um and then just weird like i'm good with weird facts right. you, like I, I'll, I'll know weird specific things now i went with there there used to be saturday afternoon pub trivia at angel city brewery okay and i went down there uh, like a month or two ago with some friends and, and we did great. We were like, we were gonna kill it. Right. 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 And then, uh, like round six, all basketball. Oh, and no. All, like, that I would just walk out. Group, yeah. It was just like, there's not a sports guy in this group. <laughs> no, we no, do, no. We are screwed. Uh, and we were. So typically, like, I know my blind spots. Sure. So I have a couple friends who are good with, let's say, geography. Right. Which I'm not. Or sports, which I am absolutely not. So it, it's, I, I like to assemble the right team. Which is a big part You've of got, the game. I mean, it's essentially you're doing an Ocean's Eleven style. Yes. Picking and choosing you people for their 
particular things. Yeah. If I do it with my closest bunch of friends, which I did at this particular time, we all have roughly the same knowledge base. Right. I'm surrounded by people who know just pop culture. Yeah. And then that's about it. That's I about have it. maybe one friend who actually listened in college. Yeah. And then the rest of us can tell you what's happening on TV mm-hmm. or a new song. Yeah. I, and then there's stuff that I've picked up from like the crossword, the Sunday crossword. You know, okay. you, get, you get a weird little fact from there right. about mythology. Or sure. And you can usually like weave that back in. Tell people who Zeus was married to this sure. sort of thing. No, off the top of my head, I don't know. Yeah, that, okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to. Uh, that feels right. Feels right. And again, or not again, but you know. You've said it on the podcast, and so now people yeah. will just have to believe that, and uh-huh. it will kind of snowball until the entire planet believes that Harold sure. was Zeus's wife. Absolutely, or I feel like Zeus becomes- had a, like a variety of. Flings. Concubines? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So, who knows? Who's going to step to Zeus? Yeah, of course. Uh, nobody. Nobody. You're Okay, so you're doing the crossword. How long have you been doing this? I think maybe my whole adult life. So you're good at it. I'm okay. Can you do? Can you get through a Sunday crossword? Sunday's pretty... not that hard. What? Is Sunday the beginning? Sunday's the end. Sunday's the well, end. Well, Sunday's not really the end or the beginning. Oh. The hardest is Saturday. Sunday's the void. Uh, the, Saturday is the Saturday's hardest. Saturday's the hardest. And so Sunday is kind of like Sunday's cool down. Sunday's a big Thursday. A big Thursday? Yeah. Well, this is psychotic. A big I Wednesday no and a half, sometimes a Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So sat- can you get through a Saturday? No, absolutely no. not. If I can get one answer on the board on a Saturday. Really? Then it's a it's This a is after great day. you've been doing this your whole adult life. Yeah. This is so discouraging for me. No, sat but Saturday Saturday's not even fun. Saturday's is it fun for anyone? Fun. I don't think it is. I would venture to guess it is not. Why? I mean, what could they possibly be doing that makes it that difficult? It's just it's it's long answers. Right. Whereas Sunday is many shorter. Okay, answers. sure. So you can uh, kind of just guess yeah. at letters and eventually put You'll get there. piece it together, right? You'll get there. Uh, uh yeah, no, Saturday's a nightmare. Okay. Friday I can maybe complete half. And are you doing them every day of the year? No, 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 no. No, Sunday, pretty much Sunday only. Oh, interesting. I'll only get the Sunday paper. Oh, okay, sure. When I've occasionally done the thing where you can do the crossword every day online, Right, on your phone. I don't phone. like to do it online. I, on the phone. I, I mean, the rare time that I've done a crossword, uh, I prefer to do it in pen. Same. Or, you know, on a newspaper, rather. Than, on your phone, it feels like... No. Temporary and yeah. not permanent enough. And I'm staring at my fucking phone long enough. Yeah. I don't need way. another reason for this thing to be no. my, to have my eyes glued on it. No. I now have, uh, you don't know my life. Yeah. Which is, I just want to read the back of this really quickly. What's some, it says, what's something you can't believe you physically hurt yourself doing? So this is the sort of question it's going to be asking. Sure. Let's, let's use this question as an example. Okay. What's something you can't believe you physically hurt yourself doing? Okay, I hit myself in the face opening my own car door. What? When? I opened my own car door into my face. What happened? Uh, I just, I, I don't, I'm dumb. I don't know, or it was like morning and I was I was not fully there yet right. or whatever, but I just like went up to my car and opened the door and just opened it. Into my face. Was there blood involved? There was no blood, but it Any hurt bruise? a lot. Okay. No, no bruising. No There's bruising. that feeling of hit, getting hit right in the nose, oh, which yeah. is so horrible. You're certain blood is gushing out. Yes. It's yeah. like suddenly your whole face feels swollen. Mm-hmm. Okay. That feels like a terrible thing. It's dumb. I'm trying to think of something I've done that I've injured myself doing. I'm constantly small injuries throughout every single day, but yeah. uh, I, I would say that 
does a sunburn count? Yeah. I was in, uh, so you hurt yourself laying there. I ended up in a hospital with a sunburn. I'll be damned. Yeah. I, you know, this is, this was a bad period for me, but I was on the beach for six hours and then I was in Venezuela and, uh, Went up into a little remote village after getting the sunburn, put on some lotion, and had some sort of reaction. Uh-huh. Ended up in the hospital. My nurse was wearing a leather jacket. Okay. And they took care of me. Wow. So I'm just going to say, even within deep within Venezuela, socialized medicine took care of me. I love No it. bill. Wow. Leather Tuscadero came and uh, yeah, sold you absolutely uh, hydrated me wow. and got me out of there. I'll be damned. So I, I guess that's probably the mo- the biggest injury I yeah. guess that I could think of that I've done myself. Most of the other injuries have been other people, older brothers, sure. that sort of thing. Sure. Do you have siblings? I have two older brothers. And what's your relationship with them? Uh, they are uh, they're like eight and ten years older. Okay, so so we're. We're not not close, but we're not like we're not on the phone with each other all the time. You're all just like civil adults, yeah, who share common genes and yeah. this sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. So as kids growing up, there was no like real rough housing, this sort of thing. Not a ton. Uh, no, and like playing sports with them was useless. Right. You know. Right. Because they were. If I was seven, they were. You're right, right. There's just no point. Sure. Um, they used to throw me around. They'd be like, let's play catch. Oh, no. Like, yeah. And then they would throw me physically from <laughs> oh, one no. to the other, which should have, I should have just relaxed and enjoyed it. But sure. at, at the time, just, I was like, this is terrifying, and one of you is going to drop me. To me. It's weird that uh, as a child, other humans can just toss you. Yeah. I, I miss like that. that. I don't, I never like You that. don't miss it. I, no. I, I, th- I think I could find myself enjoying just two huge adults throwing me around. Yeah. I feel like there's some fun in that. Like in a pool, maybe. Oh, yeah, in a pool. Yeah. Throwing you from one end of the pool to the other. I can sure. see that being enjoyable. If there was like a nine foot tall man who would just pick me up and toss me in the air. Oh, you say that, but... Who knows? But then then it happens. <laughs> yeah, then it happens and suddenly you're, uh, you know, everything is going wrong. Yeah, terrible. Uh, so, gift giving... As far as the anniversary stuff, mm-hmm. it seems pretty low-key. Yeah. Birthdays, that sort of thing. Do you like getting gifts? I love getting gifts. Sure. You do like getting gifts. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't. I personally don't enjoy... I mean, I, of course, like appreciate when people do it, but it makes me feel bad, this sort yeah. of thing. But you're just able to just... Oh, no. Give it to me. What sort of stuff do you like to get? Uh, let's see. What do I like to get, actually? I mean, I like, I like to get stuff that I don't know that I want. Oh, sure. Of you course. Know? Like if somebody brings over a book that they think I'll like... And right. Not, and that's great. And if they're correct, they've really given you something. They've really wonderful. given me something. Yeah. I like a thing that indicates that the person knows me and has thought about what would make my life better. Right. And it's not just like a gesture. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like I mean, a, like a sweater at Christmas time. Yes. Which I like those too. Of course. There's nothing wrong with a gesture. Sure. Occasionally a gesture just increases your time, wardrobe. The gesture is great. Yes. Uh, I am in the stage right now of getting. Uh, a lot of um, stuff through, I work at Esquire magazine. Yeah, right. So I right. will occasionally get um, th- things from uh, fashion labels or, sure. or whatever. And I'm never going to say no. Of course. Because I like, what, I like what lunatic says no to free fashion. Yeah. Um, I also, I am absolutely the wrong person for this, but it's happening anyway. I'm because I'm the only staffer in California. Okay. There, um, 
my colleagues in New York get pitches uh, for like luxury weed products all the time. Oh, interesting. So they're just like, send it to Dave. Uh-huh. So, so they like all of their publicists now have my address. Beautiful. So every now and then I'll get an email saying like a messenger is coming to your house this afternoon. Can you be there to get it? Because they can't put it in the mail. Of course. Of course. So, so I've been getting, especially around, uh, Valentine's Day, a lot of like, you know, like erotic weed edibles. And oh, stuff. what an interesting combination of things. I a feel like that's too thing. much going on it's in one product. Way too much going on. So I, and I'm not an edibles guy at all. Sure. But like on Valentine's Day, Ben, my partner and I were like, you know what? Hell with it. Let's, you know, we had a nice dinner. We waited until the last minute to make a reservation. So our dinner like yours was at like quarter to five. Oh, in the yes, of course, of course. And, uh, and then we're like, well, let's watch, you know, let's watch a movie or whatever it was we were watching and like tear off a tiny bit of this thing and see how it goes. So we did. And, and then, what like, was the thing? It was some almond granola cluster okay that was infused with what turned out to be entirely too much weed (laughs) so like hours later we were both like (laughs) oh no (laughs) like about to go to bed and just crazy this was an 815 yeah and then i had to fly out of town the next morning early i wake up i'm high i have to get on a plane it was not right the whole rest of the day where were you flying i was going to dallas oh so that's a decent length of uh, flight to be stoned with a uh yeah with a layover in Las Vegas at the Las Vegas oh, airport. Which is such which is a gorgeous airport. On a Saturday morning. Oh, no. So it's like people who came and left at weird times. Oh, the leaving. darkest time for yeah. the Las Vegas airport. Yeah, Just, terrible. What are you doing here on a Saturday? Terrible. I haven't been there in a few years. Is it still kind of maroon? I feel like uh, there was a period when it was just this maroon, dark maroon room with maybe? a bunch of slot machines. Yeah, definitely a lot of slot mm, machines. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I, yeah, they, uh, my layover was like at 930 in the morning and I was like, I'm going to have a beer <laughs> because I'm high and <laughs> nope. I just want to feel. Why not? Just I want to feel a thing that I'm familiar feeling. Right. So I had a beer. And did it feel good? It felt better. Okay. Yeah. Did you have any breakfast? Worried about this. No, I didn't. So you're just kind of wandering around Las Vegas airport, stoned, yeah. maybe a little buzzed. Yeah. Stomach empty. Yep. Dave. Not great. Not, I mean, but actually probably kind of par for the course in the Las Vegas airport. That's what I figured. Probably just fit right That's in. That's what I figured. Now, you work for Esquire. I do. I, uh, this is a very pro-reading podcast. Great. Uh, magazines. What what do we need to do with what does it, I've uh, recently uh, subscribed to a variety of magazines because I felt like I was doing the industry a disservice by not doing it. I love reading a magazine. Me too. It's so much more enjoyable than a phone. Yes, and I I better when, by the pool. Better out. Way in better. Springs. Way better. And you can just leave them around the house and. Yeah. Uh, you know, start up a little bit before bed, read a little bit, and go to bed. Go to bed. And not worry about seeing somebody you hate or this right. sort of nonsense on yeah. Twitter or Instagram or whatever. It's lovely. How long have you been uh, working for Esquire? I've been there five years. Okay. And what do you feel like you've learned about magazines and... Poo, uh What have I learned about magazines? Uh, well, everyone's trying to figure out how to be one. Sure. You know? Um, as... Like, as in the world of, like, digital media, figuring out that, like, 
Teen Vogue can do great political coverage. Yes, they had a real resurgence four years ago. Yeah. Um, Like, great stuff can live anywhere. Right. So, the idea of, like, a men's website is completely obsolete. Right, right. Um, And, you know, the idea of a men's magazine, it's not obsolete, but it's like, what you know, you really have to think hard about... like what it means to be a men's magazine. You know, that's sure. always a conversation. And what does it mean to be a men's magazine in 2020? I, okay, my take is that it's it's not necessarily about being a man as distinct from being a woman. Mm-hmm. I think it's about being a man as distinct from being a child. Oh, I think interesting. It's about okay, sure. And like enrichment and, you know, and style and accessories that can improve your life. Right. And thought provoking pieces and good interviews and that kind of thing. That is where 20 years ago it would have been about like, here's, you know, here's, fucking whoever uh brooklyn decker in a in a you know a sport coat and you know no shirt and she'll tell you a joke or whatever (laughs) now it's like it's it's we're trying to trying to be a thoughtful person in society be a thoughtful person as opposed to a teenage boy and i know you cover more uh you know like arts and culture sort of uh but maybe you can answer this question for me because it's been haunting me for about six months about six months ago somebody told me that we're post-fashion does that sound right to you? It does, actually. So that means I can just wear whatever, I mean, yes. essentially whatever I feel comfortable wearing. Yes, yeah. And is that is this something we just get to live in for now? Or is... I think it is, yeah. I think we're also post-music trend. That that I'm familiar with. I'm yeah. a little close. I, I know music enough that I can, but with fashion, it feels very, because my whole life I've been followed, you sure. know, caught in each trend as it moves along. And then yeah. looking back at photos five years earlier and thinking, oh, you look horrible. Yeah, I still think... To some degree, we will have that. Right. Because it always feels like you're at the end of fashion. Yes. It always feels like every we're just wearing everything now. But I, I, I do think that there's some of that that is true. I mean, uh, we're getting a little bit away from fast fashion, I okay, think. Okay, sure. Just as people get more conscientious yes, about yes. its effect on the environment and whatever. So it is about recycling literal pieces that have, that have been around. But it is an interesting world to be living in. It is. Also, we're, I mean, we're... We're both getting older. Right. And we're not. It's a strange thing. I went in high school in the 80s. We had a lot of teachers who dressed like it was the 70s. Yes. And when you're a kid, you're like, well, that's a choice they're making. And they just think that looks cool and whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, it's the 2020s. I've for sure got some shit in my closet that's 20 years old. Of course. still wear regularly. Right. And it's like, it's not about like, oh, I'm frozen in this moment in fashion. It's just like, this is what I have now. This is what I have. Yeah, I have a shirt. Maybe my favorite shirt is 15 years old. Yeah. And I'm just deal with it. Yeah. But I don't think the differences are as stark. At, between now and 15 years ago as they were between, you know, 1987 and 1977. Right. So, I, I don't know. I do feel, I do see a lot of things coming back from, uh, middle school is coming back to haunt me in a big way oh, in wow. the last few years. Yeah. A lot of, you know, uh, wide leg jeans, this sort sure. of thing, which is terrifying. Yeah. And I feel like you were, you were probably on MTV and... this period, the late 90s. Yeah, the baggy, the baggy period. Right. Yeah. And, uh, What's your take on music in that? Like from 98 to, let's say, 2001 mm-hmm. feels like a dark period for music. I loved it. I N- loved it. New metal, this sort of thing? Well, yeah, that was terrible. Okay. But to <laughs> some degree, I loved it because it was part of this life that I had just 
Oh, sure. Oh, of course. So, so it just felt like this so exciting. Every, yeah. Every day I felt like a winning, like I just scratched off a million dollar lottery right. ticket. Of course. So everything so sounded everything good and everything, everything was fun. It was like I was in love. Oh, you this is so I mean? exciting. Everything was great. Yeah. And that's when you fell in love with corn. That is exactly what I fell in love. <laughs> really, I was more of a limp biscuit. Oh, of I always hated I, I mean, I, I could recognize that Limp Biscuit was terrible music. Right. But it was part of the life that I was in. Sure. And so for that reason I kind of I kind of liked it. I also I wish I had been better about like the weird electronic y kind of shit that was coming out around then. Right. I just, at the time I was like, I don't do enough drugs for that or whatever. Yes, yes. But some of it was really interesting. What sort of stuff are we talking about here? Like uh like Aphex Twin. Oh like sure, of course. Even like sort of mid chemical brothers. Yes, chemical I mean I'll tell you Chemical, uh, this is where, again, where we just lose a thousand listeners and I just get into music. Chemical Brothers put out an album in 2015, uh-huh. which I think is phenomenal and people should listen to it. I bet that they are still great. They're fantastic. Yeah. Chemical Brothers. Um, Who would have thought? Do you, okay, will you follow me to this? Um, I think Fred Durst is unbelievably sexy. Interesting. I really do. I've got to. I've got to see a recent picture of Fred. Durst. I don't know how he looks now. All I can picture is uh, denim shorts up. past the knee. Oh, terrible! Terrible fashion. I can't even terrible picture what fashion. his body looks like. I can't either. I mean, it shapeless. doesn't matter. Garfield. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But there's just something. I don't know. There was just something about. I'm gonna. Him. I'm gonna quickly just Google a picture of Fred Durst here, and I'm there's gonna give up. Something. Off. There's. A, there's a flavor of the the weed dealer in the mall about him that is repellent and sexy at the same time. <laughs> I mean. I'm going to say the first photo that comes up of Fred Durst is absolutely unappealing. Let's Tell see. me I'm wrong. What do well, you that's, think of this? That's fairly this is a recent. bad photo. That's of him. he's just come off the golf course. Yes, this is an uh, odd. It's not. It's he almost not great. looks like powder. Um, yeah, that's not great. I would say yeah, like find a 1998 Fred. Durst Here we go, Fred Durst. Photo. There you go. What do you yeah. think? Lovely eyes. Good eyes. The soul patch leading it's into terrible. goatee is it's terrible. It's hard for me to look past this sort of thing. I know, but there's just something. There's something so wrong that I think I it's the aura. Ugly yeah, drawn you, to. You like the uh, Spencer's gifts of him. I, I might. It might be it. Interesting. Yeah. The, the the sleeve tattoo of him. Right. You know? Yeah. That's exactly. I mean, he is somebody that you would like. He'd eye you in a mall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you could smell the cigarettes from a oh, hundred feet sure, away for sure. And he's like, he's got like a gravity bong or something. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Some dumb thing. This is absolutely someone who has been uh, fired from Orange Julius. Oh, there's no question about so, that. There's and there's no a real that. sex appeal to somebody who was too bad for OJ. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's Fred. I wonder that what his Fred. career was prior to well, Limp Bizkit. Oh, prior to? Um, I mean, for sure, you know, selling bootleg t-shirts outside. Uh, of course. You know. See, from Florida? He's from Florida. Of he, course. He is Florida. That entire music period came straight out of Florida. It came straight out of it's, a toilet in Florida. Right. Right. Um, yeah, and now now I feel like he's directing movies. I think he, he directed, directed a, the uh, a John Travolta, John Travolta movie. movie that yeah. looked wild. It did look pretty wild. Yeah. I didn't see it. I don't know that anyone did, but uh, no, maybe we should so. all. T- it's a movie where uh, John Travolta is kind of a stalker or something. Oh, cool. I don't know. Fred Durst, he's trying everything. Yeah, he seems he had like a sex tape. 
Yeah, with who? Some some lady. When was this? This was this was in the sidekick era. A side wait, because his sidekick got hacked. What? Oh, Remember the sidekick, sidekick phone. The sidekick phone. He shot a sex tape on a sidekick. Yeah. What does that even look like? <laughs> that Not looks good. <laughs> Not good at all. Those, those phones could barely operate Snake. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's 14 seconds long, and it's like it's two different things. One, it's like a girl blowing him, sure, and then another one, it's it's him, it's his POV, and he is uh, having sex with a lady. 14 seconds. It's not long. It's a sex boomerang. That's crazy. <laughs> but it's all they could hold. Fred, I bet you could find it. It got leaked. I, well, I'm not I am not watching the Fred Durst sex tape on this podcast. No. I well, might put afterwards. it afterwards. I might look into it. Fred Durst, you, he's done it all. He has. He's truly done it all. He's, he's been with us for a, quite a period. He's, he is a true Renaissance man. He absolutely and I respect is. him. He has shifted culture in a big way. <laughs> um. Well, Dave, I feel like we're we're going to head to the game portion of the Let's podcast. Do, it. do you want to play a game called Gift Master or a game called Gift or a Curse? <sighs> Gift or a Curse. We're going to play Gift or a Curse. I need a number from you between 1 and 10. Uh, 6. Okay. I'm going to go into my calculation cave. Yes. While I'm doing this, for an undetermined amount of time, you can promote whatever you want. You can recommend something. Do okay. whatever you want. Okay. Okay. He's doing it. Oh. Uh, uh, fuck it. I'm on Twitter, at Dave Holmes. If I've got anything interesting to say, I'll probably say it there. Also, on Instagram, at Dave Holmes, you can see pictures of my dog who, who doesn't look like Darth Vader at all. My book, Party of One, is on shelves right now, and uh, it makes a wonderful gift. David does make a wonderful gift, and I'm back to mm. play the game. Okay, let's do it. Gift or a curse, I'm just going to name three things, Yeah, and you're going to tell me... Yeah, if they're a gift or a curse, and why. Okay. So, first up, gift or a curse, night guards. Night guards. For your teeth. For your teeth. I don't... It's essentially a kind of a plastic retainer you put over your teeth not to grind your teeth. Right. If you're a grinder. Uh, I would say I'm leaning leaning toward curse. Okay. Only because um, the amount of saliva that I would imagine they would... Allow to escape from your mouth in the middle of the night. Oh, right onto would your pillow. outweigh the benefits of not grinding. Okay, and then and then it's like it goes right through the pillowcase and the pillow's fucked. By the way, another product that I'm about to get uh, here we go. as the one person who can accept CBD and THC products yes. from a, 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 a delivery person, a THC pillow. A THC pillow? What's happening with that? I don't know. But, uh, I guess when you put pop you in a your coma? head down on it, like particles of, TA- of CBD come out and go into your face and help you sleep. What could the benefit of that possibly I be? I don't know. <laughs> but it's being delivered to my home. Well, I, we're going to need some sort of update at some I point on this. This feels like That feels like a health hazard it to me. It seems real crazy. Don't let your dog go to sleep on the THC pillow. It's, a, it's CBD. It's, it's, oh, not a, CB- it's not a THC. Oh, CBD. God. Okay, yeah. so it may maybe it, well, actually, it probably just does nothing, it's which is fine. It's for sure a placebo It's absolutely situation. fine. Yeah. But if it makes you feel better, yeah. gives you pleasant dreams. Sure, why not? Whatever. Life's short. Dave... You're absolutely right. Night guards are a curse. Yeah. Uh, I was recently pressured into buying one from my dentist, Dr. Nancy. Dr. Nancy. She is made... that her first name? Or she's like... That's her first Dr. name. Dr. Linda Nancy. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Sandra Nancy. <laughs> um, I, I'm not giving away her last name. Don't want to shame Dr. Nancy too much. 
Uh, but she really put the sales pitch on to this thing. I've worn it once, and it was hell. It sounds terrible. And, you know, you've just got a giant piece of plastic in your mouth all Nobody night. Nobody wants it. And so now I'm just back to grinding my teeth, which doesn't seem great either. But no. What but life's are, short. What do you do? Yeah, life's you got short. Plenty of, yeah. If you're losing... Eventually, I'm just going to get these replaced with some... Sort of horse tooth or sure. whatever. Yeah. And who cares? Dentistry's come, like growing and in 20 evolving years, in leaps and What pounds. is dentistry even going to look like? What's We're all going to have our teeth gonna... removed. Of course. It feels Can't like something wait. we should do. Yeah. Let's just get some ceramics in there or That's, something. Yeah. So a single, just one nice, just one, tooth that goes yeah, across. one on each, uh, each level of Yum. your mouth. Yeah. And then you can just kind of take it out and wash it. I feel like dentistry does need to take some strides forward. Yeah. Teeth are a huge nuisance. They're a pain. Let's get rid of them. Let's get rid of them. I say give the boot to teeth. So much of going to the dentist is the same as it was when you were a child. Yeah. It's the kind of planes and dentistry. We've just decided, like 1979, they hit the peak and we're like, this is what it will be. You know, the the big leap forward in both of them is TV. TV, yes. And you can't enjoy TV in either of these situations. It's awful. So So whatever you're hating. Yeah, whatever you're watching, you're going to hate forever because it's terrible. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Last time I was at the dentist, we were watching, uh, who were those two? Two horrible people on HGTV, uh, the couple. Oh, Chip and Joanna? Chip and Joanna. Leave Chip. I know them Chip. only from being in grocery stores and seeing them on magazines. Joanna's got to leave Chip. This okay, guy's a loser. Let's move on. You've, you're one for one. Number two, Art Deco Design. Oh, a gift. Gift. A wonderful gift. Tell me more. Uh, I love a, gl- a glass cube. I love anything that feels <laughs> like it could have been sold in the the store that the girls uh, took over after Edna's Edibles closed on the Facts of Life. Oh, fantastic! Uh, you know, a, a hot pink pencil. <laughs> right, that, right. Like, at the top of it, it becomes a star. Yes, whatever. you just love uh, a-, a flamingo, a blow up flamingo. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Uh, I've never, um, I've never heard of a blow up flamingo. Uh, things that are a sea. Foam green. You just like an ornate, over uh, the top. I like a Miami uh, style. Miami palette. really does it. They really do. South Beach really does it. Okay, I like it a lot. Dave, I stayed at a. Uh, I filmed something in Miami a couple years ago, and I stayed in a hotel on South Beach. Right. And I went into my room, and I was like, "You can literally do cocaine off of every, every <laughs> off of the pillow, off of the your the, CBD pillow." Yeah, it, it, literally everything was mirrored and flat, and it was like this is this was designed for cocaine people. to die. Yeah, to just nose bleeds. Yeah, to go go through all your heartbeats in yeah. the night and then die. <laughs> to die in South Beach. Yeah. Dave, you're wrong. Oh, Art no. Deco is a curse. Oh, why? But unfortunately, it's because you see these beautiful examples of it, let's say, in Miami. Uh-huh. But then you see it replicated by some horrible architect in, uh-huh. you know, Torrance, California or sure. something. And it just looks gaudy and horrible. Hmm. So it, it it's kind of a haunting thing that I feel like we have a few beautiful examples of it. You see here and there. But for all, whenever we try to chase Art Deco... We fall flat on our faces. Mm. So, unfortunately, you're 100% wrong. Wow, I'm sorry about that. It's a curse. But you're not, you haven't failed yet. But your reasons are not Art Deco's fault, I should point out. I don't care, Dave. Dave, I make the rules. All right. Art Deco, absolutely a curse. But you can save it here. Gift or a curse? Tilapia. The fish, tilapia. The fish. Hmm. I I'm I have to tell you I've never been pleased with the tilapia. Okay. It uh the name evokes flakiness. Right. Um 
in my mind, it's it's up there with a scrod. <laughs> sure. A roughy. Okay. Uh, I do love a salmon. I do love a tuna steak. Right. Um, I uh, any fish that you cannot eat like sushi style. I'm not. I'm not into. You're not into it. I'm gonna say curse. Dave, mm. my God, you've turned it around. Tilapia is absolutely a curse. Yeah. There's no question that this fish is trash. Yeah, it's not great. What are we eating tilapia ever for? And it's bony. It's bony. It's like, I kind of, it's not fish texture to me. It's more of a pudding. Yeah. It's a disgusting, horrifying fish, which I just, I feel like... Let's stop putting it on the menu. Yeah, I'm never going to order it. So we'll no, and the it. word, it, yeah, it's not inviting at all. It feels like toxic or mm-hmm. some sort of mutant or like a, you know, a city in Texas, <laughs> which doesn't work for me. No, I don't like it. So, I'm so glad you agree. Okay. And I'm glad that you were at least able to get two out of three. Yeah. I your heart, I feel like your heart was in the right place with it's Art Deco, grade. but it fooled you. And I guess that's part of the curse of Art Deco. I guess so, that it fools yeah. everyone. I guess. You both, but you don't know my life though. Oh, Dave. Dave, Dave, Dave. I know too much. <laughs> we're going to answer. We're... We're in the final stretch of the podcast. It's uh-huh. called I Said No Questions. Okay. People are writing into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Yep. They're so desperate. They need question. They need help uh, picking gifts for people in their life. Okay. And so we're going to give it a shot. I'll read Let's a letter it. here and we'll see if we can find something for them to give whoever. Okay. Let me read this. All right. Uh, Hi, Bridger. My wife and I have a friend whose 40th birthday is coming up. This friend is the absolute cheapest person we've ever met, and we think she'd actually love to get cash as a gift. Do you think it's too gauche to give $100 cash instead of a massage gift certificate or dinner out? Uh, That's from Thomas in New York. Wow. I've got thoughts, but I want to hear. Wow. I want to hear from a normal human being first. Wow. Okay. I'm not opposed to giving cash as a wedding gift. Right. As a matter of fact, I I lean that way naturally. Wedding gift, it seems like why not just help them build a little, a nice little something or they're going to need to buy things. Donate toward their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. This is a weird thing I have with my mom. Like younger, um, like gr- her grandkids are starting to get married now and like, you know, that generation of her life is, is starting to, right. to get married now. And, and frequently they'll say, we have everything we need so just donate to our uh to We're going fund. to Sweden or right. what have you. And she's like, the nerve. <laughs> But for me, it's like, I think just the opposite. I think, like, here's the soup tureen we want. You know what I mean? Oh, here's, yeah. Here's the, you know, get us three forks out of this collection. Which, by whatever. the way, is way more inconvenient. It's super it's inconvenient. It's super impersonal. Yeah. And it's like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And it is exactly the thing that I think my mom's complaining about, which is like, give me exactly what I want. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, it's the same thing. It's just an experience as opposed to a, a salad fork. Yes, and it just requires you pushing a button, essentially, right. or writing a check. Right. Also, people, when they get married, nine times out of ten now, are either adults, so they if they fucking want a soup tureen of their own, <laughs> they've bought it. They've got if multiple tureens. If they want a tureens. fancy gravy boat, they have it. And... Or if they, or they live together and just everything that they need is a couple they've already acquired. Right. You know? Right. They have the, the, the crock pot. Yes. Um, anyway, so long story short, I don't mind that for 
a wedding. Um, giving uh, a friend cash makes you feel like their uncle or grandparent. Sure. Or you're worried about them. Or you're worried about them. Uh, yeah, I think if I open the card... It feels bad in a way that a gift card does not. Right. If and I, it's the same amount of money. If I was at my birthday and I opened a card from a friend and they had just given me some amount of money, I would think, what do you think is going on in my life? Yeah, yeah. That said, being I, I relate to the situation as the cheapest person in the world. I would be secretly thrilled. Of course. Here's some money to fetter away on dinner. Yeah. Uh, but would you? Unless uh, you have to use it on dinner. Uh, well, yes, I because would, I waste money on yeah. food constantly. Here's a weird thing. I, if somebody gives me a gift card, I fret over every goddamn penny I am of it. There my own you, money, I'm just, I don't give a fuck. I'm 100%. like a, a sailor on shore leave. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yes. Take it. Please. I, this I've earned with my work. Enough. But if somebody gives me like a $20 Target gift card, I'm going to spend the day in Target trying to get $20 worth of great shit. Dave, my wallet has a $50 Target gift card. In it right now. It's been in there since Christmas. I've been to Target multiple times. I've yeah. probably spent two hundred dollars at Target, uh -huh. but the gift card is waiting for a special it's little something. Be something special. What will it be? What could possibly be great enough? The, uh, nothing. Nah, it's more yeah. valuable to me than yeah. The, it's hard to part with. Yeah, it's a very odd, odd thing. Um, I would say if your friend is truly cheap, then she probably will not. Uh, I, there was a mention of a, a massage. She probably yeah. won't get herself a, mas a massage. Right. If you put, give her money toward a massage, and truly it is the only thing that you can exchange this thing for is a massage, then she will get it, and she won't be thinking about the money that she's wasting getting a massage, which is why I never get massages, because uh, that's exactly. all I ever think about. Exactly. And like, oh, I, it drives me nuts. I feel like I'm wasting time and money. Sure. But if somebody gave me like a $100 at, at Burke Williams or whatever, right. great! I'll go, I'll spend the day. <laughs> uh, and like, yeah, I, I, I might even put a little of my own money toward it to like upgrade the experience and get the facial too. Of course, yeah. because it's like, you're really, let's get the cherry on top. Yeah. I would say, yeah, restaurant uh, gift card or... Or, or Massage Envy gift card. The massage thing gives me an idea. This person's cheap. Don't just give them the gift card. Give them the tip. Give yeah. them the money for the tip. Then yeah. it truly feels completely paid for. Yep. Their cheapness is out the window. It's There's only an nothing. expenditure of time. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. I do think that's the, the key with a gift card. It can't be to a, a big box store because now I'm just living with this thing, right. waiting for the day that Target will have exactly what I want to. For exactly $50. Because uh, $1 in a Target gift card is 40 US dollars to me. Yeah. And so, yeah, you've got to just do the specific thing. Mm -hmm. Massage, restaurant. Mm -hmm. We answered that. We did it. We absolutely did it. I, I think... Definitively, uh, this, I mean, there's no excuse not to give this person exactly what her cheap ass deserves. Yeah. And our answer echoes, I think, throughout the culture. Oh, of course. This, uh, it ripples across you. America. Yeah. So, the world. The world, even. This is a, this is a cross-cultural uh, tip. Yeah. Dave. Bridger. We've been through such a journey here, I and so. I really appreciate it. I, um, I'm sorry that you missed one on the game, but that's no, fine. It's okay. We, if it had been a perfect game, there'd be nothing to remember. There's a part of me that's dying, but that's okay. Yeah, of course. We met, we talked about this yeah. earlier. You're having a hard time yeah. now, but it's you okay. can go into the night and just let go. Let it yeah. go. Let it go. Yeah. I'm, I'm all right with it. Bless We're you. Drink it away. 
This is the end of the podcast. I Said No Gifts isn't exactly a right production. It's engineered by Earth Angel Stephen Ray Morris. The theme song is by Miracle Worker Amy Mann. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at I Said No Gifts. And if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life, email me at I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're at it? I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home 